name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I beg your pardon of my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Come, O Holy Spirit, enlighten my understanding to know your commands. Strengthen my heart against the wiles of the enemy and flame my will. I have heard your voice and I don't want to harden my heart to resisting by saying later, tomorrow, nukchepe, now, lest there be no tomorrow for me. O Spirit of truth and wisdom, Spirit of understanding and counsel, Spirit of joy and peace, I want what you want. I want it because you want it. I want it as you want it. I want it when you want it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. As we begin this year of the Holy Spirit, a question I have gotten on a couple of occasions is, why? Why, Father, do the year of the Holy Spirit in the midst of the year of St. Joseph, why does the Holy Spirit even matter in our lives? And I think in many ways, this is also brought to the fore because the work of the Holy Spirit always seems to be something that is spontaneous something that happens without much of our cooperation, without much of our knowing. And oftentimes people get the impression that to give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit is to be taken over, to be controlled, to be overtaken. But instead, what I think we're going to hopefully learn in these, this coming year, this year of the Holy Spirit, I hope, is that ultimately we have to ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because ultimately that too is where St. Joseph comes into this whole thing. Whenever St. Joseph responded to the Lord, it was always immediate. He had a dream, he got up and took Mary into his home. Had a dream, he got up, took his wife and his child into Egypt. And the lines that we just heard from, the, from this prayer to the Holy Spirit by St. Jose Maria Scriva, words that have continued to stand out to me and have stand, stood out to many, many people. Nucchepe, now. Now is the time. And I think that is why I start this first meditation, this first catechesis on the Holy Spirit with the gift of the Holy Spirit that is fortitude or courage because ultimately courage is what impels us forth. It is only courage that will change us, that will change the church. So often we cling to our old ideas. We cling to our old ways of thinking. We cling to what we think has been right. But then we never open ourselves to the Lord's working in our life. We never allow him the space to do his work. Because ultimately, I think that is what courage comes down to. Courage is not an isolated act. Courage is not an extraordinary virtue bestowed at times of war, bestowed at times of great distress or tribulation. 
it should be an everyday thing. And it only comes in real use in those times of great tribulation, those times of true war, if it is a habit that has already been practiced in our everyday life. Because ultimately, courage is an act of trust. It is an act of trust. Think about it. Even the soldier who storms the machine gun nest, he trusts, he trusts that the good of capturing that position, the good of sacrificing himself, is greater than his own personal safety. He trusts that his sacrifice is worthwhile. And that too is to be our trust, our virtue. Because ultimately, courage is a virtue by which we learn to trust the Lord. And we take a chance for him. Because being open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, those promptings which can sometimes come to our hearts, sometimes we don't know. Is this from the Lord? Is he asking me to speak to this person, to say that kind word, to challenge a friend? Is he asking me to maybe encourage father, to maybe encourage my spouse, to maybe stand up for my faith in this moment? Is he encouraging me to approach that person, random person on the street, and just say, God loves you? Ultimately, we don't really know. And so some easy criterion is always, is it against the faith? Does it violate the Ten Commandments? Does it violate the words of our Lord at some point? Does it violate the precepts of the church? If it doesn't, then it's ultimately an act of trust to act on it. And it's interesting, too, because if you take that chance, if you take that chance for the Lord, you may fail. You may fall flat on your face. It may not go well. But that is part of the experience. It is part of tuning in to the Holy Spirit's working within our hearts. Father Jacques Philippe, a great spiritual writer of our modern age, he explains that it is only with experience, only with experience that we come to truly understand how the Spirit, how God works in our lives. And that ultimately it involves risk on our part. It involves us first taking a chance, taking a chance for the Lord, being willing to maybe make ourselves look silly, being willing to perhaps do the wrong thing in the sense that it wasn't really of God. Perhaps it came from our pride, our silliness. But until we really took that chance, we didn't know and we couldn't know. And so, time, so sometimes even there, God's mercy can be shown to us. He can reveal things to ourselves that we did not previously understand. And so I think it is always important for us to remember 
that the Holy Spirit's working in our midst. The Holy Spirit working in Holy Angels Parish, the Holy Spirit working in each individual heart is a mysterious thing. It is something that cannot be traced. It is something that cannot be fully plumbed or understood. And certainly to act with courage, it is what is necessary at this moment. Because ultimately we can all look around. We know that something is awry within our hearts, within our families. I think there has been more joy over the past couple of months. I do think that there has been great optimism. I do think there are great things happening here at Holy Angels. However, we are not done. And that is too where courage comes in. Courage is not something that we are ever done with in this life. The only way we continue to experience joy, the only way we continue to experience peace, the only way that we continue to move forward is to act in courage about what is the next thing. Where is the next place that we need to go? Individually? Where is the next place we need to go as a parish? What are the next steps? Because if we are not a people interested in growth, invested in growing in holiness, we will shrivel and die. That is a fact. Anytime the church has ever grown, at every point the church has ever grown, the church has become particularly interested, particularly inflamed, particularly invested in making saints. Whenever we see the church expand all over the new world, name all the saints, think of all the saints that we could list off. St. Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, St. Ignatius of Loyola, St. Francis Borgia, St. Francis Xavier, St. Peter Canisius, so on and so forth. That age in the church was marked by an age of saints, and they weren't the only ones. They were perhaps particular manifestations that the church has highlighted, held up as examples. But holiness was a particular concern for many. And so it needs to be for us too. And that takes courage. Because holiness takes risk. Holiness is willing to be mocked by family, by friends. Holiness is ultimately something that is sought out at an expense to ourselves. And so it only becomes with the Lord's cooperation, with our cooperation with the Lord, I mean, that then courage truly becomes indoctrinated, a part of our lives. That as we begin this year of the Holy Spirit, that as we begin 
the Lord's work that has been given to us by the call of the church to truly become disciples, to make new disciples. It is only with courageous men and women, each of you, taking risk for the Lord, allowing yourself to be transformed by him. And then ultimately, too, to recognizing, recognizing at the depths, at your depths, that sainthood is possible. Because ultimately, the virtue of courage, the gift of courage, is that. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit, and thus it is a gift. It is something that is bestowed. It's not something that you earn. It's not even necessarily something that we naturally giving. But instead, courage needs to be something that is encouraged within our hearts, that we ask the Lord daily for, to say nukchepe now, to stop waiting until tomorrow to be holy, to stop waiting for the time whenever this situation in our life will finally change and will finally do what the Lord's asking of us. but instead to say now, to say that now I recognize that we need to take chances for the Lord, that I need to move forward, that the parish needs to move forward, and that without courage, we will not do so. Nothing good will happen unless we are courageous. And that gift that is given to us, the gift that is given to us by the Lord, by his own bestowal and courage, is then something that we cannot take for our own. It is not something that we can be proud of for our own reasons. It is not something that we can selfishly possess as our thing. But instead, it is only with the Lord's help that we can act courageously in the world. And so it is in that courageous act of even getting down each day and asking for the Lord to transform your heart that each of us then can begin to become the saints that he's calling us to be. Because if you haven't noticed, that's the entire theme. What does the Holy Spirit do? It makes us like Christ, which is ultimately what holiness is. And so we bring forth fruit by becoming more like him. Thus, why it is appropriate that we have this in Eucharistic adoration. Because we can be transformed to be more like him. And the more like him we become, the more willing we are to live for him and to also live so that others might know him.
through us. Only then will the Lord become King of our hearts, King of holy angels. But that is not to be done without our cooperation. God, the Holy Spirit, never violates your freedom. It doesn't take control in the sense that just all of a sudden God possesses you. You must cooperate. You must want him to act in your life. So allow him to act in your heart now. Nuke Chepe. Let us begin to seek the Lord with ever more fervor. May we find Christ in this coming year more deeply than we have ever found him before. And may we live more courageously to take risks for the Lord, to no longer have concern for our own popularity, to have no more concern for what others may think of us, to have no more concern except to please God, to please him in all that we do, so that more and more might be saved and brought into the fold of the church because of our courage that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I beg your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 